0: Woo! Greetings and salutations, you kinky fucks. Welcome back for episode 43, bitch of Kinks with Kiki. I, of course, am your host, Kiki, aka the kinky black girl next door, aka the whore of Hufflepuff, aka Scarlet O'Hara with a riding crop. And yes, 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 I am back after a week hiatus. I am so sorry, you kinky people. I'm going to jump into my week in a minute, but let me explain to y'all because we still are in a city girl, hot girl summer. Yes, I understand we're in a city boy, hot boy summer as well, but I told y'all at the beginning, I'm going to keep the summer bops, like summer anthems, I'm going to keep them going all summer because it's lit you know like I said city girl summer city boy summer even though city boys swore up and down that they're up right now I highly doubt it because like I tweeted city girls win by default because there are probably absolutely no pregnancies that will occur however to the girl who doesn't want to have a city girl summer and she's trying to celebrate mother's day 2020 don't get caught out here my guy because of a lime green sundress neon green sundress all i'm saying is we win by default because there will be no reproducing on our end can you say the same when you see sis in a neon dress you trying to be somebody's baby father <laughs> by next spring but i digress so S M aka song and mood of the week march madness by future all right let me tell y'all I love Future by default. I don't know why. He's just, a, his music just speaks to me. <laughs> you know, it's drug user music, not drug dealing music. He's always lit. I can't never understand what the hell he's saying, but he always got a bob. Like his beats be fire. His producers are fire. He just mumbling on a damn song and talking about God knows what, something about lean, I'm certain. But future fucking bobs like and one of the first parties like to my north carolinians or hbcuers who are a part of the ciaa i went ciaa one year i think it was 2012 and they have celebrity parties down there it's just a thing future through probably one of the best parties i've ever participated in with ciaa Period. And I've been going to CI since I was 17. So even like I was going to CIAA when it was in Raleigh. That tells y'all my age and they tell y'all how long I've been dealing with CIAA, but I also went to a CIAA school that's different. So Future just bops, man. And March Madness came out I think last summer or summer before last. And it was just a summer anthem. It came out like in August. So, you know, we're keeping the summer bops going. We're keeping the summer jams going because it's a hot boy, hot girl, city boy, city girl summer out here. Even though somebody's trying to ruin mine. But, you know, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> so, jumping into weekly with Kiki. Hmm. All right, y'all. So, I took a hiatus. Trust me, it was not on purpose. It was not just because I was tired. I'm busy and not in a booked and busy type way it's not in my bio i'm busy as in like my nine to five my 80 hours every two weeks my salary my income my livelihood my job (sighs) so y'all know i'm a paralegal i've said it before right now i do insurance defense my attorney and i are the only two in the entire firm out of all of these attorneys all of the staff we are the only two that do insurance defense so litigation, if you are a litigation paralegal or a litigation attorney and you listen to this, you already know lit is a lot of paperwork and it is a lot of time and it's court and it's a lot. We got swamped a few weeks ago and I have been drowning trying to catch up. So I finally had the opportunity to catch up within the last like I officially said Wednesday. Oh my God, I am done with Everything I'm caught up, if anything new comes in, I can tackle it head on and I can be ahead of the game. I was so busy the last couple of weeks trying to make sure my billing hours were legit, trying to make sure my hours were accounted for, and I was working around the clock. I was working at work, I was working on the weekends, I was working after work. Like, I was just literally too busy. Like after Chicago, it got insane. I was too busy to do anything else. I mean, shout out to the people who can work, you know, 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks, not a pay period. I'm talking about a full five days, 80 hours in five days. Shout out to those people who can manage to podcast at the same time. Unfortunately, I'm not one of those people and I'm not going to try. (laughs) I love you guys. I love my podcast, but... My job at the end of the day is my primary mean of income. So I do have to treat it as such. Plus, I don't like being freaking behind anyway. Like I want to make sure I'm on top of my shit. So I don't give anybody a reason to question me or my work ethic. So that was really why I missed last week. And last week was one hell of a week. I was emotional because I'm just like, it's so much shit to do. And it's just me like I don't have any other paralegal backing me up. It's just, I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying like, it's hard out here in these streets. Damn. I can't wait till we get another paralegal, but until then it's just me and her. So we rocking out. Uh, I am currently on a four day weekend enjoying the shit out of it. It is so nice. I haven't had a four day weekend in a very, very long time my last vacation was last christmas when i spent the entire week with my parents uh because i was moving to ohio within like the next couple of weeks so i wanted just to spend some time with them because i knew it would be a while before i went home but i've actually gone home since you know circumstance so (laughs) it's cool um like i said happy fourth to everyone the fourth will have passed by the time this comes out on Monday. I hope everyone had a safe and secure and happy 4th. Um I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> I managed to just I'm relaxing, which is very important because I've been on the go for the last few months, just you know moving and shaking and working and trying to like have a life and visit places so i'm relaxing i hope everyone else who had a four-day weekend if you had to go back to work on friday i'm sorry that really sucks i didn't (laughs) but you know okay um so yeah four-day weekend i'm just chilling dreading monday but you know i've had four days to just sleep and nap and breathe so it's been well worth it and i'm ready to start the new work week with a lot of energy So I think I might have mentioned on an episode prior that I have a friend from college who lives in Columbus. He was born and raised in the area. Um, I was a little too busy to hang out. I was supposed to hang out with him last week. I don't know who listens to this who's from Columbus, but y'all know they had Confess last weekend. I was supposed to hang out, but I literally was working most of the weekend. If not that, I was just too tired to physically do anything else because of work. So I met up with him, went to college with him. Um, I graduated in 09, He graduated in 2010. Haven't seen each other since 2009. So we spent the night drinking and catching up. And I really remembered why this guy became my friend in the first place. Because he was such a dope individual. Like, he was a great conversationalist and... He had his hand on straight. Like, he could talk about, like, real shit. It wasn't always about, you know, whatever's going on in the world or gossip or, you know, pop culture. Like, we had a good conversation. It was, like, an in-depth conversation, and I appreciate that. Like, I told him you know, why I was in Ohio and everything that transpired with the ending of that. uh, He told me he was getting married. I'm like, everybody's just life. It just keeps going. Like whether you want it to, if you're going through some things or not, just understand that life is still going to go on with or without your consent. So you might as well just live it up. So yeah, so we hung out. Um, found this dope spot that i didn't know existed in columbus and we just sat there you know drunk beer well i drank beer i think he drank beer too we drank beers got high <laughs> but it was a really good night um because we were high there was this dope ass um pizza spot called midnight slice if you're in columbus check it out y'all know i don't eat meat they have probably one of the best cheese slices i have had in a long time and I'm saying this coming from living in New York for a few years. So if you have the opportunity, definitely, definitely do that. Um, last thing. So I know this has already, you know, gone viral. I know this has already made the news. I know we are rejoicing as a culture that, I mean, the black people, there is a black Ariel. This is not a test. This is not a drill. Yes, that's me bumping. This is not a joke. The Little Mermaid is my next to dumbo is my favorite disney movie of all times i was obsessed with this little white heifer when i was younger everything i owned my room school supplies book bags clothes costumes little mermaid when it came out the vault like maybe six five six years ago i was the first one to buy it on blu-ray was not playing and was in there so when i found out that Hallie and I love Hallie and Chloe, like, I'm just a huge fan of their music anyway. Have been, you know, they Beyonce gave them the stamp, they're approved, but their music is just legit anyway. Like, if you listen to Sweet Symphony, oh my heart. Um, so the fact that Hallie is playing Ariel and she is a black girl well, she's a black woman because she's older, she's 19, I believe, but she's a black young woman with fucking locks playing ariel and she has the vocal range to do it i stand now white twitter is ill and they're trying to put every redhead that exists in society in her place and i'm like you could never like your fave could never she not only has the range but she has the disney vocal voice like i can just hear her singing all of the songs (laughs) From the Little Mermaid. And I am so excited. Y'all have no idea. Like, I have been waiting for this to become a live action. Like, when it came back to theaters in 3D, I think I went to see it. Like, this is big for me. I am excited because this is my childhood coming to life. More importantly, it is, I see me on the screen. I see a black woman on the screen. So I'm excited. I'm elated. Static. Whatever you want to call all the damn ease. I am so hyped that this girl is going to be playing Ariel, and I know she is going to slay the music. I can't wait to see who playing Eric, and all I'm saying is Ursula is one of my favorite villainists, Disney. So y'all better go the fuck off with casting her. I don't know who she gonna be. <laughs> I have to say it like that. I don't know who she gonna be, but she better be dope as fuck because Ursula was that bitch in The Little Mermaid. You know what? I'm not even going to stand this hard for The Little Mermaid. Just know it's one of my favorites of all times. I was obsessed with that little heifer when I was a kid and I cannot wait until I see this on the big screen. I'm not going with nobody. I don't want to be bothered. Like when it's a movie I really, really want to see. I don't like taking people with me. I just want my focus to be on the screen and the screen alone, okay? So yeah, that is going to sum up, (laughs) because I'm hyped, but that is going to sum up my weekly with Kiki. Not an eventful week, because like I said, I've been so busy with work. Hopefully, you know, I'll get into being able to do some things that are fun soon. I've been thinking about New York a lot lately, so I'm definitely trying to plan uh, when I'm going to go there, because... It's been a minute, like I know it's only been like maybe six months, but that's a long time for me considering that prior to me moving to New York, I was in New York like every month almost or twice a month almost because I was trying to move there and I did that from 2015 to 2017. So it's like, then I lived there from 2017 to 2019. All I've known for the last four years is New York, so I definitely miss it. I miss my friends. I miss my roomies, who are also my friends. I miss food and things are actually closed after, you know, 11 p.m. So I miss busyness because it is dull as a box of rocks in Columbus. But I knew that before I moved here. I mean, once you live in New York, there's really no comparison anywhere, I guess, unless I go to like L.A. or another country. But, you know, speaking of L.A., hope everyone on the West Coast is safe. Cause earthquakes don't like nobody and clearly mother nature is trying to separate you all from the rest of the other States. So I hope everyone is safe and doing well. LA is not for me. The whole West coast isn't for me because I'm not used to things shaking. Like I'll freak out. So yeah, but I hope you all are safe and everyone's taking the precautions that they need. Uh, No one's homes were destroyed. I hope not anyway, but just be safe, be careful, be blessed. So this week, we are going to discuss exhibitionism. Now, you all know, not too long ago, I had um, an episode on voyeurism. I didn't want to do the episodes together because voyeurism really is a kink within itself. And exhibitionism, same thing. Uh, Obviously, you know, voyeurism, you like to watch things. Exhibitionists, you like to expose things. It just... They're two different things, one in the same, but I didn't feel like because they're so big as in like fetishes. I felt like they both deserved their own individual episode and I didn't want to put them back to back because I feel like that was cliche. So I did voyeurism first, gave it a few episodes and now I'm doing exhibitionism. So because I love Kinkly and it is the Kink Bible. Uh, I should really, I got to reach out to Kinkley again. Um, But because I love them, I get a lot of my information from them that I may not know about or I want a little bit more information about. So according to Kinkley, (laughs) exhibitionism refers to the act of exposing oneself or parts of oneself not normally seen in public in a sexually explicit manner in a public context. So those who typically participate in exhibitionism usually experience some form of arousal or satisfaction from exposing their private parts or performing sexual acts in public areas. Little backstory on exhibitionism. Um, In 1877, it was actually classified as a sexual disorder. Um, However, this... Basically pertains to if exhibitionism interferes with your everyday life. Like if you get up and go to work, you know, you eat, you, you know, a normal, whatever that is, person of society on a day to day basis without having the urge or wanting to or the compulsion to strip down and just expose yourself to people chances are you don't have what they would call a paraphilia this isn't a mental health issue for you it's just you get your rocks off by people watching you or exposing yourself it just depends on what you're into and I don't mean exposing I'm going to get into the types of exhibitionism a little later in the episode I don't mean exposing as in you know you get your rocks off by walking down the street and flashing people it could be sexual acts as well So exhibitionism is typically a broad term because it really does include everything from sexual acts performed in public to exposing oneself. Like I just said, it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, well, I'm on the bus. so I'm gonna show my cooch to the whole world. No, it could just be. Oh, we're at the back of this bus. Let me and my boo see if we can try to have sex or I can give him head or he can finger me. It's so many different levels to exhibitionism that doesn't necessarily revolve around exposing yourself or offending someone because they aren't consensual to this. Consent is very important as well, but it's a very thin line when it comes to exhibitionism, especially when people like to streak and people like to expose themselves in that manner. Okay, so I am going to jump into the types of exhibitionism. Uh there are a few. I'm pretty sure there are more, but these are the types that I found that stuck out to me the most and that are most common. But before (laughs) I go into that, somebody wanted me to tell all of you kinky fucks that daddy said, Hey, take it however you want. Don't ask me no questions. Nine times out of 10, I'm probably not going to respond. But yeah, daddy just wanted to tell y'all, hey, okay. So like I said, types of exhibitionism. Flashing. Obviously, most people know that flashing is a form of exhibitionism. And basically it is, you know, of course, when someone exposes their genitals in a quick manner to... Unbeknownst people. (laughs) So, like Mardi Gras, obviously, you know, women will flash their boobs to get beats. And, you know, living in New York, niggas is pervs. So they'll just like whip out their penis and then just put it back in. But that's flashing. When you, you know, flash someone quickly, your genital area or your nether regions where they weren't expecting that to happen, that is a form of exhibitionism. Some people like it, some people don't. I personally if I'm in the right setting aka New Orleans or somewhere that you know people are naked <laughs> of course yes absolutely because it's expected but if I'm on the train during rush hour try to get to Wall Street my nigga I don't want to see it not at all thanks <laughs> mooning now going back to damn flashing I don't know who moons anymore i don't yuck yums i don't kink shame but mooning is a form of exhibitionism basically it's all fun and games it's a joke jokey joke when men expose their asses to the people and y'all know we see videos on social media every now and then somebody's ass is exposed wasn't it somebody that just fought like the baby at south park mall in charlotte again please don't ruin my state sir we have j cole he's doing his he's doing his good okay um but his whole ass was exposed mooning <laughs> um but when a woman does it is considered sexual and i felt some type of way about that because i'm like if she's doing it and ha 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 good fun all of a sudden it's like hey yo you're not supposed to do that same my guy just because you don't want to see her ass don't mean we want to see yours keep that shit in your fucking boxers in your pants or sweats or whatever again i don't kink shame it's just i don't want to see your ass unless it's my ass like if you know we're dating if i want to see your ass like i don't want to see your ass if i'm just walking down the street and you want to just moon everybody out the window i'm good love enjoy streaking I feel like this is very young thing to do not saying that older individuals don't do it but I just feel I think you know young 1920 20 ish like young people doing something for shits and giggles you know out of fun now streaking obviously is when you strip down naked and then you just run through a public place park I don't know uh, a street fair something where there are a lot of people a game maybe I feel like this tends to and this is very ignorant of me but I'm gonna say it so fuck it I'm not saying it's true I'm just saying it's my opinion it's my show I can say what I want uh I feel like this happens at white establishments you know uh hockey games (laughs) NASCAR (laughs) I just feel like it's something that is probably common there and celebrated if I'm wrong check me like I said it's my opinion I was born and raised in North Carolina. I lived in Charlotte. We were, like, you know, not too far from, like, the racetrack for NASCAR. So, I just personally feel like it's something that happens, you know, for shits and giggles. Everybody's aware. Woo-woo. It's fun. Enjoy. But, yeah, that's streaking. You know, you strip down. and You run in a public place. I wouldn't recommend doing that in, like, a supermarket or a church. But... (laughs) If you want to do it, please do it in a place where you can probably get away a little easier because if somebody reports you or the cops see you, they will be on your ass. And the last thing you want is to get an indecent exposure charge. Nobody wants that in 2019. Not in the world we live in with social media and everybody's half naked on most days. Like, you don't want that, miss. You don't want that, sir. Okay? Okay. Now, these next two, I was a little surprised by because not only could I not pronounce them I had never heard of them so one of them is called Anasiruma and it is the act of lifting your skirt to reveal the fact that you are not wearing any underwear now had I known that this had a name I (laughs) would have been using it I have done this several times not to the public I have done it in Well, I've done it in public places for my ex-dom, like, typically, you know, if I didn't have on panties with the dress for a day, because he told me not to wear panties that day, um, I, he would tell me to go somewhere and be like, hey, you know, you're in this bookstore, let me see a pussy, plain, and I would, you know, expose my vagina, and then go on by my merry way, send him a picture as proof that I am in a public setting, in the picture, and go on by my merry way. That is a thing. I did not know that, but now I know it is something that I have practiced in the past. Who knew? (laughs) The last type of exhibitionism is called candualism. And this is where a person removes or pushes aside their partner's clothing to reveal their breast or genitals. Now, I feel like this happens on a regular basis with you niggas, because... Y'all can't tell me it ain't one of us out here that had a whole boo and he just slid your panties to the side real quick so he could get a little lick or a little peek or a little finger or a little taste. That's basically what that is. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be in a public setting, but since we're talking about exhibitionism, let's just say, you know, you got on a tank top with no bra and your boo decided to just pop out a titty, <laughs> you know, in the bar. Like that is what casualism would be. Okay, so those are the types of exhibitionism. Um, another thing that I found that I thought was fun, and hopefully some of you kinky fucks will get to try it, <laughs> are types of exhibitionistic activities that you can do. Doesn't necessarily have to be something that exposes you to the public, it can just be something you do in public, whether it be with a significant other whether it be with a spouse, whether it be with whoever, your situationship, whatever, you know, whatever tickles your fancy. These particular situations are actually more so geared to couples because they're sexual. Not saying that you can't masturbate in public. Um, I'm hoping you're doing it in a setting that could expose you and won't expose you. Like, please don't be masturbating, you know, at the corner waiting for a taxi or an Uber. Like that's, you know, wild. But, I don't kink shame. Again, if that's what you're into, like I said, it's 2019. Please try to avoid an indecent exposure charge. So I found seven little activities that I thought were interesting and some of them that I look forward to trying very soon. (laughs) So the first one is called After Dark Antics. And with this is, I feel like if you're an adult... Not talking to anyone that's young because I know it's underage people who listen to this. But if you're 18 and older, you've been in a relationship, you've had sex in your car. You could park on like a less busy road or like a dark road if you're in the country um, or like a less busy street if you're in a city and you can just have sex. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, a full on foreplay it can be just a quickie and it's just the thrill of doing it outside in the open in a space that's not behind closed doors in your four walls like that sounds fun to me something I'm definitely down to try you could just uh, like give head while they're driving like it's public and you risk exposure but you may ne- not necessarily be exposed so the second one is what I definitely want to try and it's called an erotic drive-in so I don't know who has drive-ins in their towns, in their cities. I know Columbus has a drive-in. I discovered it accidentally one day when I was going to somewhere. I can't remember where I was going, but they have a drive-in. Um, you can choose a drive-in movie for your next date. I would prefer... Or I would give you the preference of choosing one that's not so kid friendly. So you don't risk exposing yourself to children because you don't know who's going to walk by or anything like that. But, you know, find a movie at a drive in, um, possibly park at the back so you won't be too exposed, but you still are exposed enough for your satisfaction. And, you know, just have at it, like act like two crazy kids, just make out and hump it out in the car while the movie's playing with a million other people around you that sounds fun to me and it's very it's a turn-on for me but you know I am into exhibitionism so I can't speak for everyone using the car as a prop for sex now I've talked to a few people who've like said, oh yeah, girl, I've had car sex. Like we pulled over somewhere, we were in the park and we had sex on the roof of the car or the hood of the car or the trunk of the car, whatever positions were easiest to do, um, at whatever part of the car, you could definitely do that. Um, you could try all different types of positions depending on where you are. Obviously missionary and doggy style, more suitable for, The hood of the car, the roof of the car, doggy style or missionary as well. Missionary on the back of like the trunk of the car, either or whatever tickles your fancy. I think that's a dope idea as well. I'm just trying to give y'all a little freaky out. You know, it's summertime, city boy, city girl summers, like live y'all best. Now, this was very interesting. Um, so those were the car outdoor type kinky things to do. These are more so indoors in public places where you can do things and particularly um, the ones that I found I chose you can do like in restaurants and movie theaters honestly at family functions and I'll explain that in a little bit so you can if you're at a restaurant and it's like a nice restaurant or whatever you know they have these long luxurious tablecloths I personally think that you could play with someone under the tables um, if you're close enough or in close quarters enough where you can reach without being too obvious you can play with him he can play with you y'all can have a grand old time just tickling each other and enjoying each other's company while you're eating your dinner that sounds like a bomb ass time to me but you know everything sounds like a bomb ass time to me because I'm into a lot <laughs> Now this one I had never seen before. And I was like, Hmm, I wonder how this would work in a public place. I would win, but I know this is interesting. So it's called a sexual race. So if you're at a restaurant, if you're in a public setting where you two are together, you can go to the bathrooms separately obviously, men and women, you don't have to necessarily get up at the same time and make it hot. (laughs) Somebody get up first, you know, not too long after that, somebody else goes, they go to the bathroom. And you can text each other and be like, okay, we're both in the bathroom. And you can Masturbate to see who gets off first. And it's like a race that you're just doing this quick thing that's exciting and thrilling because you're in a public place. Somebody could walk in, in the bathroom at any given time and distract you. You can do that and, you know, you can record it or you can send a photo or whatever. And when you get back to the table, the two of you can get together and be like, bet, this is when I orgasm. Bam, check the timestamp. I win, bitch. <laughs> like you could do that I feel like that is fun as fuck but I feel like you should do that with somebody that you are you know dating not saying you don't have to necessarily I I wouldn't do it with someone I was casually dating but someone I'm exclusively dating I would definitely do that because it sounds fun and it's just something you know keep things spicy and I'm pretty sure it'll make the night go a lot easier and it'll make the night end a lot easier as well so sexual race so bathroom bliss. This one is a telltale of exhibition. I've met people who've had sex in restaurants, who've had sex, well, in the bathrooms of restaurants, and that's basically what this is. Same, same thing, like I said, with the sexual race. Somebody get up and go to the bathroom first. Um, I feel like going to the men's bathroom would be the best option because it's not as busy as a women's bathroom tends to be. One person goes first, the other person goes a second time, find a stall, preferably one at the very end. So nobody's between you. I mean, where well, you're not between anyone and just have at it. Have a quickie, you know, get it in, bust a nut and go back to dinner. Like live your best. I just want everybody out here to be sexually free and just having a grand old time having sex. <laughs> now, the last one I have to try, like there is no option. So this is called remote control everything and y'all already know where this is going. So, ladies, if you are involved with someone whether that be man, woman, non-binary, whatever they identify as, cis, not cis, um they have the remote to the toy that may be on you or inserted inside of you. And at any given moment, they can turn it on and make your life a living hell for how long they need to or long enough to get you off. I think this would be very interesting at a family function. But again, that's the freak in me because then the person that you're with has the ultimate control over you and they get to see you squirm and try to be as normal as humanly possible amongst your family and your grandma and your aunties like (laughs) it's a turn on for me because I just think that's like, oof. just having to have that control, knowing that you are going to rip that person to shreds when y'all get home, baby, let me tell you, I am all here for that, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> okay, so those are my topics, this is a quick episode this week, good people, look, I told y'all I got a lot, I'm just getting back to normal. Things will be better, I promise, but right now, these episodes, I'm trying to get them out, and I don't want them to be as quick as they have been, but because work has swamped me, whew, Chile, okay? So, I have an email this week, yay, guys, send me emails. I used to get emails all the time, I can't stress enough, I'm not on SoundCloud anymore, (laughs) okay uh you can literally find me everywhere else but i'm not on soundcloud email me kinks at gmail.com if you have any questions comments concerns you need advice you want to tell me a freaky story i have another email as well but hers is a little longer and i'm gonna have to figure out how to break it down but sis, you sent it to me twice i have not forgotten about you you know who you are you from Houston, so you know who you are. I promise you. I will break down your email, make it a little quicker because this is long. <laughs> it is. And I don't want to have to read that whole thing. So I'm gonna try to edit it to the best of my abilities. And then I'm gonna definitely get that out for the next episode. But this little email here, hey girl, says, Hi, I discovered you through horrible decisions, and I'm glad I did. It's great to learn from and listen to another black woman. Um, who is interested in BDSM. Thanks. I am interested in going to a nearby play space called the Academy in Cleveland. If you've heard of them. No, no, I haven't since Cleveland, like Ohio. Oh girl, you gotta email me. If you're listening to this, email me again with the deets because I did not know it was a play space in Cleveland. I know there's a, a pretty big one here, but it's not a lot of black people in Columbus. No shade. I feel like all the niggas is in Cleveland low key. Cause that's why I saw all the black people, but okay, let me go back to the email. I'm, I'm getting off subject. So there's a play space called the Academy in Cleveland. If you've heard of them, I haven't, but thank you. I think I have to go alone because my friends are either interested or they don't have the money to go. I really want to go and get involved in BDSM stuff. Should I go by myself or should I wait for my friends to get the money and go sincerely Dari? Hey girl. So my advice to you, and this is because I'm a loner and I'm also an only child and I'm perfectly capable of doing things by myself that are out of the norm. I would say go alone. Um, a place space doesn't necessarily mean you have to have sex. It is simply you being there to observe, you being there to mingle, see if you can find a munch. Um, like that's when people meet up for dinner, drinks, and it's all BDSM related. You just, you know, exchange, network, you meet people, meet and greets almost. Um, I would definitely go alone. Just to see what it's like, um, look into the details of the Academy and see if they have like specialized bracelets or something that will, you know, confirm that you're just looking like you're there to observe or if you're actually actively wanting to play. If you're single, if you're in a couple, a thruple, a quadruple, whatever, Um, I would look into that first because if they have it where you, you know, you can be a single woman just trying to observe. Then why not? Like, girl, live it up. It's summertime. You'll probably get a little bit more action now that it's a lot hotter because I know it's cold as fuck in Cleveland. (laughs) So do it now. Like, don't let your friends stop you. And if you like it and you want to go again, give your friends notice. This time they'll have the money and the interest (laughs) at foot. So they'll be able to go with you. But if you're interested in something and you don't, Had no one to go with you. Don't let that be the reason you're hindered from doing that, girl. Go and enjoy yourself, please, and then report back to me because I'm only two and a half hours away from Cleveland. (laughs) Okay, so I hope that helps. Um, I really, really, really do hope you go. I'm gonna look into it myself to see if they do have those options because I wouldn't go to participate. I would strictly go to meet people as well as to just observe, just to, you know, get a feel for the Ohio kink scene, because I'm not too familiar with it like I was in New York, definitely go. Don't let your friends not being able to financially afford it at the moment keep you from going, especially if you can. Go and have fun, okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So that is going to wrap up this episode, guys. Episode 43. Whoop, 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 whoop. (laughs) As always, you can email me, please. If you have any questions, again, concerns, comments, advice you need. You Want to tell me some freak shit, dilemmas. Email me, kinkswithkiki at gmail.com. I got rid of my website for the time being. I told you I have been insanely busy with work. And it's just hard to keep up. And I'm trying to you know, blog and it's just not happening. Um, I've decided to revamp the episode when I move out of Ohio, because that is still the plan. Um, once I get to my new city and I'm settled into my job in space, then I can go back to my norm and start blogging and keeping up with the website again. So email me kingswikiki at gmail.com websites on hiatus right now, um, Follow me on Instagram, Kinks with Kiki Podcast. Follow me on Twitter and Tumblr, Kinks with Kiki. Not as active as I should be on Tumblr, but hey, if y'all know the bomb BDSM pages that still might exist and have gotten under that weird-ass Tumblr rule, send them to me. I'd appreciate it because my page is bone dry because I've been following BDSM pages for like the last five years and now I have nothing. So if you all are on Tumblr, follow me kinks with kiki like i said i'm on twitter i'm very active on twitter probably a lot more active on twitter than i am on any social media site follow me there as well kinks with kiki and this has been episode 43 i'm so happy to be back yay i will see you all next week they are shooting fireworks as if it is not july sixth, but I digress. Uh, As always, (laughs) I am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world. And until next time, peace.